1: Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation about the mundane. I appreciate all our listeners who've reached out to us in the last little bit um, with your thoughts and your social media. We're going to be talking about social media today, and I want to thank you. I'm Marco Timpano, and joining me today is a dear friend who's been on the podcast before, and I want to welcome them back. I'm from i I'm in Ottawa in a hotel room there in Toronto. This is... Aline Dagyan. Oh, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you. And Marco, I just want to say you pronounce my last name like a true Armenian
1: I, I, would I pronounce do, my last name. I, I do my best. I'm always so petrified of saying, especially yeah. friends' names wrong. Sometimes I'll say Amanda's name wrong, and it just comes out of my mouth how it comes out. So I apologize, <laughs> Aline. If and
0: how that. many years have you guys been married?
1: Oh, you know, 13 I've known her more than that. So right, you know right, it right. just I always get, Okay,
0: so I take no offense because <laughs>
1: But do you ever get that like I'll often get this yeah. people will call me Mario and, oh. and they'll, they'll I have just introduced myself as Marco and they'll be Mario and I'm like no it's Marco my yeah. friends get more upset about that than Mine too Yeah isn't that funny
0: I get a lot I get uh, Eileen a lot which I mm. find is difficult I guess cuz it's Eileen is spelled A I L E yeah. Eileen is such a specific spelling Mhm Um, and I get Arlene because people see Mm A-L-E-N-E and they assume that there's an R and I think Arlene, I'll probably correct somebody, but Eileen, I get really uncomfortable because I'm like, ah, I don't know. And so the way I try to do it is I try to, this is going to sound ridiculous, but I try to incorporate my name into conversation. Like for example, oh, my mom was saying the other day, Aline, if you don't. X, Y, Z, this, blah, blah, right. blah. Like I try to really, I don't know, that was probably a terrible example. No, but it's great. You get the point. Like I really try to bring it up so that they can hear it.
1: The only time I correct people is if they call me Mark as opposed to Marco. Yeah. That's when I correct them um, just because I don't hear it as my name and people want to anglicize yeah. it. And I'm just like, no, my name is Marco. There's a vowel there. Does, do people say, call
0: you that as like a short form? Or? Sometimes
1: it's usually people who just kind of just know me or sometimes when I'm being introduced so I do some podcast workshops and there was one particular person who was introducing me and Mm -hmm. they introduced me twice as Mark it's so great to have Mark here Mark and then I did exactly what you did and I just I just started by saying okay so um I'm happy to be here my name is Marco Timpano and here's some of my things and then I just kind of set the stage and then they came and apologized to me I said it's all good it's all good
0: Yeah, I didn't want to correct
1: you while you were doing it, but right, I know it's so
0: uncomfortable. Um, so this is kind of a funny story in terms of like mistaking someone's name. Years and years ago, when my brother and my sister in law got engaged, um, they had an engagement party, and we had the priest from our church come to bless the dinner. Yes, um, and he got her name wrong. Her name is Dina, and he called her Diana. So he was blessing the table, and he said, "Oh, Arin and Diana," and. My brother luckily was like, it's Dina, jumped in because I just thought it was so weird. You're blessing the table and and so after that I was like, okay, so anybody could mess up anybody's name.
1: What's your Starbucks name? Nicole. It is it Nicole?
0: Yeah, my middle that's name. you
1: name. That's what you give them.
0: Always. Any okay. Starbucks, any order, anything.
1: I'm I my, always
0: go with Nicole.
1: I say Marco. And nine out of ten times they they write Markle like Sparkle, and, and what? so it's so much so that my <laughs> listeners will often write to me as Markle as opposed to Sparkle. Yeah, but because I've told them many times, my Starbucks name is Markle like Sparkle like like Megan Markle. That's that's,
0: that's hilarious.
1: Yeah. I think it's just the way I say my name. I say it quick, and what they hear as opposed to Marco, they hear yeah. Markle.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so they write that's Markle. so yeah. funny. Yeah, that's why. Do I you asked, have
0: right? a do you have a way that you Introduce yourself if people are like Marco. I feel like that's not a really difficult name to confuse. No, it's, but like it's I have a I have an explanation to my name to okay, help well, people pronounce oh, I it. I'd love to know that. I usually say a lean, like one single lean back, like a oh, lean versus a lean. two leans or three okay, leans. Okay, lean. Yeah, that
1: makes sense. Yeah, that makes. I a lot of sense. I joke that
0: Fat Joe wrote a whole song about me. I try to really like sure jazz it up a little, but.
1: I'll say Marco like Marco Polo. That's good. Oftentimes it'll it'll curb them from saying polo, because when my name is said, I'll say polo because there's that water sport game where they do that. And it's like it that one drives me a little bit crazy. Not because I have a problem with the Explorer or that particular game, it's (laughs) because I've never played it as a kid. So for me it's a very weird thing to imagine every time you run into someone and they said their name was like, you know. John and then you just said another famous person oh John Adams and they're like, yeah no my name is John but imagine you did that every yeah. time you met someone and you oh just gosh. associated there that's what happens I always get associated with the one Marco they know which is the explorer from Venice right that's so,
0: hilarious yeah it's especially it's, if you haven't played the game as a kid right
1: it upsets it once again. It gets my friends much more upset than it yeah. does to me. Yeah, that's just the way it is. I, I before we go any further, one another reason. Okay, we both love to travel. Yeah, we both love coffee. Where's love the most it. recent trip you went to?
0: The most recent, I yeah. went to Europe for two and a half weeks. So I did Portugal and Spain.
1: Yeah, and
0: and it was how incredible. was the coffee? I find the coffee in Spain is really good. Yeah, like yeah. I loved it. Cause it, it was a café con leche, yes. and it was amazing. So they now, warm the
1: milk. They warm the yeah, milk, and it, yeah, it makes everything stay warm and delicious. And Sorry, I don't
0: warm. know if it's also sweeter. Am I? I don't know if I'm making that up, but I just felt like the coffee was sweeter. Right. I don't know. It's not confirmed, but <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> for me, it tasted. It was. It was amazing. And the beauty of this trip was, the first half, the Portugal half, was I had a wedding to go to, so right. everything was pretty um, there was an itinerary. Sure. We had to be in the specific town on the Monday and then the Tuesday and the Wednesday, it just was kind of, um, really like organized. And I don't really like to travel that way. I really like to have time in my, my schedule. But when we did Spain, all we had was a flight into Madrid. And then eight days later we had a flight out of Valencia. So those eight days we had we hadn't booked a single place to stay. I love it. We hadn't booked any flights anywhere. We had a rough idea of where sure. we wanted to go, obviously, right. so that we could know worst case, we're going to go here and then right. we'll go to Valencia this way. But while we were there, we spoke to my brother who had gone on a bachelor trip years ago. And he said, Oh, where are you guys going? This and that. And he said, You have to go to this one island if you have time. And we said, we have time. We have nothing but time. Like we have nothing planned. And we ended up very last minute booking a flight from Madrid to Ibiza, taking a boat from Ibiza to this tiny Island.
1: What's the Island? Our listeners will. It's called
0: uh, Formentera. Okay. It's about half an hour. It's a half hour boat ride from Ibiza. And the, they were apparently like, these are where the soccer teams go. Like we saw yachts that were bigger than any house I've ever seen in my life. And it was just three days of pure relaxation because there's, there was really nowhere to go or nothing to do. So, wow.
1: so you would yeah, recommend was, this Island?
0: I would. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people don't go and stay. We okay. didn't know. So we did stay for three sure. days, but I would have rather that than I guess go to Ibiza because it's so crazy expensive. Yeah. And, um, I think it's we more just of did a party it. Island. Yeah.
1: So let me get this straight. Um, It's a great place to relax. Yeah. It
0: It just was like a really nice, there wasn't places to go. It's not that one of those, oh, when you go to Formentera, you have to see this or you have to go here. It's just essentially a big boardwalk of like restaurants that we went to. There was one beach that we went to at the very last day that was, you were swimming essentially among yachts. Oh, so if you're into manifestation and visualizations, that's the place to go to kind of visualize okay. a rich life.
1: Can I also just say, I think our listeners would love to follow you on Instagram because you post very positive things oh, and you. really beautiful, relaxing things. I find your, your posts are very uplifting.
0: Oh, thanks. I'm, I'm, that's really nice to hear. That's kind of the, the message that I want to always send out.
1: Can we share your your Instagram?
0: Yeah. Podcast? So my personal Instagram is Aline Degyen. So it's just A-L-E-N-E-D-E-G-I-A-N.
1: And, and listeners, it'll be in the show notes. So don't worry if you didn't catch yeah.
0: that. And if you're looking for a social media manager, it's called Which is what it's I and to- creative. Yeah. So <laughs> Shameless plug-in.
1: No, I wanna I wanna talk about that. Yeah. So your so your new business. Yeah. is called and creative. Yes. Tell us about it. And first, where does the name come from? Because the name is awesome.
0: Okay. Thank you. So A and D are my initials, Aline Nicole Deggin. But before I was even thinking that I want to just do my initials, I was like, I feel like I need to bring more meaning to the name. And so right now I just do social media management. However, my big vision for my brand and myself is that I become a personal brand. And so I'm seeing it as if I do social media management and social media consulting and this and that. And I just slowly use it as a way to grow my business. Amazing! So, cause I love a little bit of everything. I mean, I feel like as, as actors, we often are multi-passionate people. So I kind of want to use my brand to embody all of that.
1: So when you say social media management, Mm -hmm. if I'm a listener right now and I'm like, I I want somebody to help me with my social media management, what do you do? And I need to say this before we even start is that, do you do it for international clients in case there's an international listener? Okay, great. So that's the beauty of this is
0: that it's fully remote. So I can work in Toronto and I've worked with brands that are in the UK and I've worked with people in the Philippines. Like you're kind of all over. right? Um, it's not that we have to even be on the same timeline. Like I could do my work and pass it over to you as the brand to review it and say, okay, great. And we would get to an arrangement that says, okay, I finish my work by this day so that you have ample time to review it. And then we post it for your followers in that sense. So there's two aspects of my business. One is social media management, that if someone has a social media page like Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, Twitter, whatever the case, I help them manage their online presence. So by creating graphics for them, um, writing copy for them, doing a bit of engagement for them. People this. comment on their post saying, congratulations, that's so awesome. Or where can I get that? And I'm the one behind the screen going, thank you, and telling them exactly. So that's one aspect of it. And it's all about what that individual brand's goals are. So some people just want somebody they don't have the time and they don't care about growing on social media. They just want to have an active presence and they're sure. like, I just need somebody to, you know, talk to people. If somebody comments, manage my messages, right. post a few times a week and that's it. And then right. there's other people that outright want to grow. There's some people that have programs or courses that they want to sell. I want to drive traffic sure. to my website. And so I I work with people specifically on their goals. It's not that I offer a single package to say, okay, you know, you need this and you need this. I try to really um, personalize it. Mm -hmm. And the second half is I realize that social media management is an investment. Right. Um, And there are people that may have the time, but they don't have the knowledge to post on their own or maybe they don't feel comfortable fully passing it over to someone. I don't think that you can get my tone of voice, or maybe it's confidential information. I don't know, whatever the case is. Um, And I have consulting, so I would look at your page and see, okay, what's working and what's not working based on your analytics. Um, Let's come up with a few content pillars so that You know what to post on what day, and it takes the thought out of it.
1: So great. Right? So So like for
0: you, Marco, you are a podcaster, you're an actor, and then you're also a life lover, you know? So one post a week could be a snippet of your podcast. The other post the next day could be maybe a show you're loving, a show you would love to be in. Um, a show you're rehearsing for, uh, something you're writing, anything to do with your performing world. And then the third one is just here's my favorite coffee shop of the week, coffee shop of the week, um, great meal of the week. This is what brought me joy this week. This is what I've been loving. And that kind of would be your overall thing, right? So people can connect with you based on different types of content you have.
1: I love it, I love yeah. it. This is so helpful,
0: yeah, and of I'm course. sorry
1: about the squeaky chair listeners, I happen <laughs> to be in a chair squeaking, and there's people on my floor that seem to like to bang doors, so <laughs> you're probably hearing that. What is the one tip or one thing you would say to the casual person who doesn't have a business but who's a yeah. you know a regular person who just wants to do better at their social media? Is there a tip you would give them
0: so I would say be as Don't try to be a person that you're not on social media. Okay. Because social media is a little bit of a wormhole that you can get sucked into very easily. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you're not sharing from a place that is authentic to you, you're going to get burnt out very fast. Right. Um, And you're also – social media is trying to find your social community. Right. So – You have more, there's more longevity if you are posting as yourself as authentically as possible. Because then, in that sense, you're also going to find your people. You're going to find the people that resonate the most with you, connect the most to you, relate to you, all of that stuff. If you're playing this character, be prepared to play the character forever because that's the community that you're building.
1: Is it fair to say to our listeners, don't be afraid. To unfollow and block oh my if gosh. it doesn't serve you.
0: Of course. Okay. So I have this rule.
1: Oh, I love this.
0: I've, over the years, I'm sure as actors, you've met a million people and social media is one of the easiest ways to connect, stay connected right. without sure. exchanging phone numbers, emails, whatever the case. And so you you collect <laughs> all of these people that you've met one time and you just, don't care for lack of a better term, I guess, about what they're up to, or maybe it affects you in some way that I, you don't want to see their content. Right. Right. So the way I like to do it is if, if I would see this person on the street and not say hi to them, I'll unfollow them. There you go. If I would see this person, if I don't want to see someone's content, but if I saw them at a party, I saw them on the street, I would have to say hi to them. Yes. I mute them. So what it's what still, do you, what so do you, you mean can by mute them? Mute them. M- you can Sorry. mute Sorry. a social media page. So if you are tired of seeing my content, you can go to my page and press mute so that you no longer see my stories, right. my feed posts, but it still shows that you're following me.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that. Folks.
0: Nothing wrong with that.
1: And I feel like you and I connect in this way because I do follow your social media, and mm-hmm. I do feel like even though we don't see each other every day, we, yeah, and we met through work because we're both performers. Yeah. Um, but I follow. I really enjoy your social media. Thank you. Thanks. You and I both connect in the same way with imposter syndrome because mm-hmm. I've had you. I've heard you talk about it, yeah, and that's why I bring it up. In my book that I wrote, 25 Things I Wish I Knew About Podcasts Before uh, Podcasting Before I Start My Podcast, the longest title in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I got it right, actually, to, t- to tell you the <laughs> truth. But um, I have a whole chapter on imposter syndrome and mm-hmm. how it affected me mm-hmm. and how I was able to change my mindset mm-hmm. to be like, you know, when I get that feeling of imposter syndrome is the moment I know that I should be doing that thing. Yes. That my inner self is telling me that I might not be good enough. Yeah, Curious to see how you deal with imposter syndrome or what your thoughts are on that topic.
0: So I, of, I think that imposter syndrome is so normal. And I think if you don't feel imposter syndrome, it's almost worse because right. we feel imposter syndrome because we're aware of what is possible. Like we're aware, we're watching somebody right. do it and you think, oh my gosh, I can't do that. But there's... There's that awareness piece. That's why I think we feel imposter syndrome. I'm no doctor. I'm not anything. So this is just obviously purely my experience with it. And so when I feel imposter syndrome, I A, try to take a break. I try to take a step back, fully just take a step back and think, okay, why am I feeling imposter syndrome? And then I try to think of all the things I've done up until that point that have brought me to this. So I want to say me starting my own business huge imposter syndrome. I, I feel you. like I'm still dealing with it to be honest. Like I launched it last week and I'm I'm still It took me so long to even launch it because I thought who is going to want to hire me? Who's and the going second
1: to- I saw it, I thought there's no one better to hire and how look funny how is gorgeous that? look how gorgeous this launches and your website and all that.
0: How how crazy. We're right? looking at the exact same thing and having yeah. two totally different experiences, but then I, there's a quote that I love that says there's people with half your talent doing twice as much. Right. Because they just believe that they can. Yeah. So I think that the way I deal with it is just to – I like what you said even too, that if you're dealing with imposter syndrome, that's probably the thing you should be doing. So I found me even sharing my business, I was feeling so much resistance that, oh my gosh, old bosses are going to talk about me or right. – People I've worked with or maybe people in that I used to know as an actor are saying, oh, what's she doing now? Why right. is she doing that? And I thought, you have to do this. Just yeah. press publish. Just do it.
1: Or who gives you the right to yeah. talk about this. And it's like, hang on. So my thing is – so my background in theater is improv. Mm-hmm. That's sort of my my strength. And when I was doing these improv shows, there's this thing where the improviser can, can jump in and cut off – what two other people are doing and start mm-hmm. a new scene. Right. Yes. And I always used to be very hesitant to go in. So my body would have the impetus to go forward, but my mind would stop me. Mm-hmm. And I had a instructor say once, Marco, why I see you in the back there, like you're going to go in and then you stop yourself. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to ruin what's happening there. I don't want to, I don't want my fellow performers to think I'm, I'm interrupting their talent. Mm-hmm. And they said, no, that's the impetus. Of when you should go in. Mm-hmm. Because your performers can always come back to that scene. There's no judgment. You're making yes. more judgment than anyone else. You're, you're creating a story in your head yeah. that no one else is, is creating. And so whenever I had that feeling, I imagine an invisible hand pushing me forward to go oh, in. I love that. And so that became my thing with this invisible hand pushing me forward. This invisible hand pushing me forward. And I use that to this day. This invisible hand, when I think I'm not supposed to be doing it, or I'm not good enough, or something, the invisible hand makes me go mm. forward, and I just do it. So, I, I love that idea. Uh, before we go to your podcast, what is the? Uh, how can people contact you at And Creative?
0: So you can either contact me through my Instagram page at It's And Creative. Um, send me a message on there. I'm happy to respond. Or we have my website, and I have a whole contact form on there um, alinedagian.com and And I'll make
1: sure that's on our our show notes folks.
0: Yeah. So you can, I have a contact form so I can, you know, send me a message through there. If you want to book a meeting, there's a meeting link. So you can just say, you know what, I'm not going to write an email. I just want to book a meeting with her.
1: There you go. And I love
0: that. And so you can book it through my Calendly. It's all on there. Um, I mean, you can even message me on my personal Instagram. If that's the only one that you remember, I'm Totally happy.
1: There you go. There you go, folks. Yeah. Um, now that brings me to your podcast. Yes. So I need to set up your podcast, okay? Because a lot of people, this podcast here, the Insomnia Project, is to help people find their way to sleep. Their way to sleep. Some people use it to help with their anxiety. I love that. And some people will use it to listen to in the morning as they get ready, even though it's meant for sleep, because. We're just talking about calm things. So it's conversation that they can listen to. For those people, I would say your podcast would be a great podcast to listen to when you just want to hear lovely conversation or you want to hear conversation and just enjoy the people speaking. So your podcast is called The Accidental Friends Podcast. Yes, that's right. So tell me about your podcast.
0: Okay, so we started it in 2021. We'd, my friend and I had always talked about starting a podcast because we come from two very, very different backgrounds. This is Kristen Mantella. Yes. And I grew up in a strict Armenian household that the premise of you're not going to get married, you don't date until you get married kind of thing, right. like that joke. Sure. Um, And she grew up in an incredibly liberal family. And that, you know, she never had a curfew. She was like, it just didn't matter. And so we became friends, I say later in our life at around the age of like 25, 26. But we are really good friends because we just respect each other's opinion. Sure. And it doesn't matter that our views on one topic are different. It just kind of shows that two people can have different ideas around the same thing, but you can just have a respectful conversation about it. Um, And so we thought we'd create this podcast and put these conversations out there. And it's been really, really cool because we get messages saying, I'll get messages and she'll get messages saying, oh my gosh, I totally relate to you. I grew up in the same house as I grew up in the same way you did. You know, I had a curfew at 18 Blah, 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 all this stuff. And it's so awesome to hear. And then Kristen will also get messages saying, Oh my gosh, I grew up like you. Right. This and that. And it's, and we'll get people writing questions for us to answer as these armchair experts. Like we have no true expertise. We're just two 30-somethings, like trying to live our lives and figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really fun.
1: Isn't it funny when you get responses from people who listen and you're like i didn't realize like they'll do things that you've said on the air and they'll they'll commit to it and you're like oh my goodness i i I was just saying it casually and then they're like we really enjoyed that now we do it like amanda talked about i don't know if you have so this um you know In all fairness, this is not something I do. It kind of grosses me out, but it's something my wife does. And one of our (laughs) listeners, like, it changed my life. So I don't know if you have a uh, frother. We have an arrocino that froths the milk that we use for our cappuccinos at home. Okay. So it, it basically, you put milk in it, it'll spin and froth and warm it at the same time. Right. Well, Amanda will take coffee that she hasn't drank put it in the fridge, and then she'll throw it in that with milk so it warms and heats her coffee from before and froths it. And she loves that. One of our listeners was like, that changed my life. I do that too <laughs> now. And I'm like, that is something I would never do. But you know,
0: yeah, this I'm is so paining to me to I'm listen so, to. Yeah,
1: so glad that you it, it's working for you, right? And we'll say things like that all the time. I'll just casually drop something and somebody yeah. will be like, actually, I started to do that. And it really works for me. Yeah. And I'm like, wow,
0: I think it's incredible how
1: you can touch people's lives. Right? It's
0: insane and I think what's crazy is that I had someone that I met almost 10 years ago, 2013 and we haven't seen each other since we did like a a, a school program together abroad sure. once. And she messaged me saying I just wanted to say thank you for your podcast. I yeah. listen to it on my drive. I listen to it when I'm working and it makes me feel like I'm with friends just yeah. having a conversation. And we've gotten so many little messages like that by people because in, in your head, and I'm sure you think of this too sometimes, that you think it's just your immediate family and your sure. friends listening to it. You go, who's actually listening to right. this thing? You know, yeah. And then you'll get these messages and think, oh, it's reaching a lot more people than I expected. Yeah, And it's just such a cool feeling.
1: For me as a podcaster, I'm, I'm always thrilled when I have friends who do podcasts, especially talented friends like yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I always try to listen because I feel like, you know, there's a bit of an obligation there. I'm a podcaster. My friends have of podcasts course. I want to support. And then – I know it's a great podcast when I get hooked, or when there's moments in that make me laugh, or feel like yeah. I'm in the company of friends, like you said. Yeah. So I invite our listeners who are like, you know, I'm looking for a show that won't put me to sleep, mm-hmm. but will certainly make me feel like I'm listening to a conversation that's not going to rock my world in a negative way. Yes, but yes, support yeah. Support what I'm doing, so I really recommend accidental friends podcast. Yes.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and, no, it's been it's been a really fun time.
1: And please give your regards from our podcast to. Uh, Kristen Mandela, your co host on that. She's awesome. Yeah.
0: She'll love it. She'll, she gets, um, we also think it's a lot of like women that listen to our podcast. Mm -hmm. We always think, oh, it's just a couple of women. And then we'll meet men who listen to it and we go, huh, it is predominantly women if you look at our analytics and all of Of that for sure. But the fact that men also listen to it, you think like this is very cool. It's very cool to hear
1: too. Also, It's for any age, Mm -hmm. not just Mm -hmm. in your age bracket. I would imagine like people who are older or younger are going to enjoy what's going on. Yeah. I think it's
0: always interesting because my mom listens to it, you know, as support. Sure. And she'll, we always have a conversation about it or she'll mention it after the fact. And she'll go, you know, I never thought about that before. That really made me think about this this way or because she grew up the same way I did, just more strict. Sure. Right? Like every generation is kind of like less strict and less right. strict, you know? And so she'll think, oh, I never really thought about that. And I go, that's the point. That's the go. whole dang point. Of- <laughs> it
1: certainly makes you think. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, so great. it's
0: really fun. Yeah. I do love it a lot.
1: Uh, Aline, I have to say like this time has gone so quickly. I know. Um, but thank you for sharing everything that you you, you have going on. Do you have anything that you're doing for fun that's coming up, travel, um, coffee-related, anything that you want to share with us?
0: Oh, my gosh. I know know I'm just going it out there. You know what's actually super interesting? Mm. Um, A friend of mine called me the other day saying that she just got two tickets to a Fado concert in Toronto. To a what concert? It's traditional Portuguese singing, like traditional Portuguese throat singing. Okay. And she was on a wait list for a while and got, um, I guess she got taken off the wait list and she thought, who is going to enjoy this or who's going to appreciate it? And so she called me saying, hey, please tell me you're free this night because I just got taken off the wait list. I got these two tickets. Do you want to go? And of course I'm going to go. So I'm doing that uh, tomorrow night.
1: Isn't that fascinating how music can um, transcend language?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: thank you so much for being such a wonderful guest on the podcast
0: thanks marco i loved being here
1: so great and folks thank you for listening if you have a podcast recommendation or if you have anything that has come to light as you've listened to this particular episode or if you fell asleep three minutes in that's even great we always say Amazing. it's the one podcast we hope you never get to the end of All until right. next time we hope you were able to listen and sleep